Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast and sharing, and and I love all of your feedback. You can find me on social media at Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Podcast. This is a show where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, letting go of your fears and conquering your dreams. We'll get into it after this. are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. So today's I am affirmation is I am fearless. I am fearless. Now I know that fear and faith cannot coexist. So why be afraid of the unknown, right? We stop ourselves from going forward a lot of times when it comes to our goals and anything that we want to do in life because of our fear. We think about what everyone else is going to say instead of what we think of ourselves. Like, you know you could really do it deep down inside. Whatever it is you want to do, you know you can do it. But we think about, oh, well, what is this person going to think of me? Will this person laugh at me for doing this? Do it anyway. Will I look silly if I do this and that? Do it anyway. You know, there are so many people on social media just being silly and making these uh, videos and being comedians they didn't even know that they would be a comedian I know there's one that I follow B Simone she said she was trying to get into hosting and she did a whole rant video and it took off and she realized oh I am funny and a lot of people on social media start following her and now she's a comedian because she's just being herself and she blew up because of that just go after what you want There's always going to be someone saying something anyway. If you do something good, something bad, something that they agree with, something they don't agree with, they're all going to say something. Whether it's your friends, your family, some people might not get it. But some people don't know your dreams. They don't know your visions. They don't know what you see. They don't know what God is telling you to do. Right? God is speaking to you, not to them. So be fearless. A few years ago, I was like, you know what, God? All right, I'm going to let go and let God. I stayed in radio in Los Angeles for about 10 years until I finally, one year, one January, I did a vision board. I said, okay, God, do you. And then in February, there was an opportunity in Sacramento. So I applied for it and I started working in Sacramento that July. I took the leap of faith. It wasn't too far, but hey, it was far enough for me, okay? Anything that's not LA is far enough for me. But I took the leap of faith and I had a great experience in Sacramento and I was living my dreams but if I held on to fear and thinking oh I can't do this and um, I'm comfortable at home I would have never gone anywhere so that's another thing step out of your comfort zone I was very comfortable in Los Angeles would I move again I don't know but at the time I was very open to it some people get very comfortable in their relationships they don't think anything is better out there so they'll settle right Some people get comfortable at work, at certain jobs. They're not happy. They're spending a chunk of their day doing a job that they hate, and they get comfortable with it. But I understand there are bills to pay. You got to take care of some things, right? But make sure you're following your dreams or your passion on the side then. 
just don't get comfortable because then you get stuck and then you won't grow because you'll always be at the same place. You'll reach this plateau and you're just there and you're just living. Don't get comfortable. Just let go. What are your fears anyway? What could go wrong? Everything could go wrong or everything could go right. It's all based on how you see it. It's all based on what you're manifesting and what you're believing and what you're saying. That's what's going to happen. So be fearless today as you're going to work or you're cleaning the house or doing whatever you're doing. Just be yourself in whatever it is you want to do. Whatever God is saying for you to do, go for it. Because then the doors will just open naturally. The resources will come. But you have to make that first step. You cannot have faith and fear at the same time. Let that fear go. Have faith that everything is going to be just fine. So be fearless. There's one woman I know who's extremely fearless, took a leap of faith, came to California three years ago, and she's doing an amazing job as an actress and as a realtor. We'll talk to her about how to be fearless and tips on buying your own home. Coming up next. Welcome to Girl Talk. I am so excited because I have a real estate agent, an investor, and an actress on the phone. Yes, ladies, she does it all. Talk about having your power, right? I have Tara Strong Lyons on the line. Welcome to the show. Yes, hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Girl, so first of all, I I read your story, and you've done it all. Let me tell the people how we met first. So we met because... I was just, you know, looking at some homes and with the open house in Glendale, right? Or was it Burbank? It was Burbank. Mm-hmm. In Burbank. And um, I walked in. First of all, I was like, okay. It was a sister with her natural hair and showing some homes. And, you know, I instantly connected because I'm the same way. And after mm-hmm. that, we we kept in touch. And I figured I need to have her on Go Girl with some girl talk about owning your power because you told me that you moved out here a few years ago and you're just doing it all. So let's talk about your story from the beginning. Where are you from and what made you take the leap of faith to come to LA? Well, I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. I went to the school for creative and performing arts there. Um, I was a vocal, dance, creative writing, instrumental, uh, (laughs) acting major, all of the things. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so pretty much all of my um, acting career, um, I have known that Los Angeles is the goal. Right. You know, um, if you want to do something in, in any, anything in acting, you pretty much need to come to L.A. At least stay here for a while right. and learn the ropes, make the connections, right? Mm-hmm. So um, for school, I ended up going to Nashville at Tennessee State University, and um, there I was on the forensics team, which is not what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. It's actually the study of public speaking. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, yeah. And so I competed collegiately. Um, I got pretty far there. I made a name for myself um, across the country as a a, a, a public speaker and a debater. Mm-hmm. And so that was great. Um, and actually, while I was in college, I started touring with a band as a singer. So you just do it all. <laughs> um, and I toured with that band for about five years. Um, I went all the way to London. I sang for uh, Prince Harry and, wow. uh, and Prince William. And that was amazing. Um, and then Somewhere in 2015, I said, you know what, 
I am an actor. Like I can sing, I can dance. I am. I've been blessed with lots of talents. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, for that. Uh, but as an actor, I can be whatever I want. Right. You know. Well, some days I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I, I can be a lawyer. You right. Know? Right. Today, today I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I decided that I'm going to go to Los Angeles. I'm going to make an opportunity for myself. And I'm just going to make it happen. And so, luckily, around that time, I fell in love uh, with my now husband. Hey. And he believed in me. And so, you know, it was so crazy. We had only been dating for maybe a year. It was, it was a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I came out to L.A., which is a whole nother story how I got here. But I <laughs> I ended up staying here. And um he moved me out here, and he finished up. He was in school back in Nashville. He finished up school and came out here three months later, and and here you are. Yeah, now it's all history. Yep, we've been here for three years. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. See, because a lot of people, especially in LA, uh, you know, it's a lot of transplants here. A lot of people come here, like you said, for acting. So, what made you? Um, like overcome any fears and any doubts because LA is you know it's home for me so I love it but I know it mm-hmm. could be a hard place to transition to with the cost of living and just with so many different personalities out here and how was that for you how did you overcome or did you even have any fears because you sound like you're just fearless and you'd go for it yeah well I will say that um, I grew up in a home with a single mother who um, was always working, I mean, mm-hmm. always doing something, on a board of something. She's also a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Okay. I'm <laughs> also a member of uh, Delta, and so I, I always had that drive. I, I knew I was going to come to L.A. with or without my husband, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but as I was kind of telling you before, I, I had my first real L.A. experience Pretty much immediately. (laughs) When I came out here, I scouted for 11 days. I came out. My friend was living here, my best friend, who's a singer. And um, he had been here for about six months. So I came out, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go scout. I'm going to make sure that L.A. is where I want to be. I'm Mm going to check it out. And I had an opportunity to meet with a manager, uh, really a management team. She was a manager. She had an agent that worked for her. Mm So um, we set a meeting while I was here um, over that little week and a half, and she she loved me. I yeah. mean, she made me feel like I'm going to own L.A. when I move here. I mean, everything. She brought me to um, their their office overlooking the valley, mm-hmm. you know, at the, the penthouse suite. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have this amazing team. I, I have to come out to L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is where I have to be. So, right. Literally, I called my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, hey, look, I have a manager. She wants to work with me. She almost started crying when I did my monologue. Like, Aww. I got to go to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what you going to do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So three weeks later, I packed up all of my stuff, and I'm, I moved to L.A. We drove across the country from Nashville. Long story short, when I got here, um, I talked to that manager maybe twice, mm-hmm. twice since I've been here in L.A. What? And um, mm-hmm. and both times it was very quick conversations, five-minute conversations. And um, 
Yeah, she she pretty much was like, hey, you know, I I I got something to do. I'm on somewhere. I'm gonna call you back. Wow. Never did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, I met with the agent. I actually met with the. I haven't even seen the manager, but actually went into the office with the agent. And um, I had just mentioned to them, like, hey, I would love to get my contract and mm-hmm. go over it with my attorney. I'm so excited to work for you guys. Well, that agent decided to bring me into the office to let me know that I can't go over the contract with an a- with my attorney. That's just – that's not going to work for them. What? They said if I wanted to sign my contract with them, I could go ahead and sign it right then and there. But otherwise, they're not the team for me. Wow. <laughs> So they sold you, that? A, sold you a whole dream, and you moved sold out me here. A whole dream. Right. I mean, I I came out here to work with you guys, and y'all gonna try to play me? That's what you mean? Up. I can't take my contract to an agent. I mean, to an attorney. Right. That's ridiculous. So what happened from there? So I I ended up leaving. I cried a yeah, little bit. I uh, I called back after because I I hit. I really was excited about working with this agency because they were SAG franchise, right. which means that, you know, SAG watches over them. They can't do anything that's um, opposed to what the SAG re- regulations are. Mm-hmm. And basically SAG was like, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to go over the contract. They said our standard contracts are on our website. Obviously there was something wrong there, mm-hmm. but Anyway, I just ended up saying, you know what, I'm here, I'm going to stay here, um, my, my boyfriend is moving out here, I, I, I did the most to get here, so I'm just going to make it happen, and honestly, I think it was that day, like, that day I got an inquiry from another agent, it wasn't a, a theatrical agent, it was a, a commercial agent, mm-hmm. but, um, but that kind of helped motivate me and say, you know what, Tara, like, this obviously that's not going to work with them mm-hmm. but don't give up on your morals don't act scared don't be naive just move on and keep pushing and so and that's what got me where I am today <laughs> and a lot of times you know rejection is God's protection so if you went on with that agency they sounded kind of shady so it's like you know God was protecting you from that so now you're working with someone better and the fact that someone reached out to you so soon after then that means that or that original plan wasn't for you. And God wanted yeah. to bring you out here and then show you the people that you really did need to meet. So go, girl, for staying out yeah. here and taking your power back. Like, you know what? Okay, y'all try to do me dirty, but I'm going yeah. over here and I'm going to succeed anyway. <laughs> yes, and how yes. has that been? Because you've been in a couple of movies. Talk about that. Yes, yes. So I did my first feature film as a leading role this year. Um, And it's so crazy how acting, how the acting world works, because I literally got the audition. uh, I think I got the audition like late December. It was maybe December 27th. And it was, it was a um, I actually I went in for this audition because there's a lot of self tapes here in LA too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went in for this audition. I think it was on maybe the 27th of December. Mm-hmm. I got the call back on the 3rd of January, and we started picture on the 9th. Oh my goodness! Of, of January. Yeah, yeah. And so, can you imagine December 26th? I had no idea what I was going to do. Right. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea there was going to be an opportunity for me in acting in the next week, two weeks, month. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to do a movie this year or anything. And then 
by April, I was in Redbox. Wow. What's the name of the movie? Yeah. It's called Zombies 2. It is um, a sequel to Zombies 1, obviously. Zombies 2 is like a a horror action film, and I actually play the lead villain. And you do a great job. I saw your demo tape, actually. And um, (laughs) you're, you're very versatile. I was like... Okay, you came in with the comedy when you were rapping mm-hmm. on the street, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I saw your Zombies 2 clip where, you know, you kind of backstabbed the lady who was with you, and then um, your last clip where you're more serious. So I'm like, okay, she's, I believe that you're definitely going to be in Hollywood for a very long time. You have a great look, great presence, and you're an amazing actress. And this is just the beginning of it all. So congratulations Thank to you, you and everything Thank that you've you done so, so far. Yeah, of course. Now let's talk about, though, uh, there's a lot of rejection in Hollywood. And like you said, on December 26th, you didn't even know what you were going to be doing. And then a couple of days later, or like a week later, you find out you're a lead in a new project. So talk about mm-hmm. how you... Uh, get through the rejections of Hollywood or just in life? Well, you know, it's very interesting because um, there are, are, there's not just one thing that you need to know when it comes to being a success, right? Not Mm -hmm. just in acting and not just in real estate, but in anything, you know? Right. Number one, you do need to hone your skills. Mm -hmm. Number one, you need to be more confident in yourself than anybody else ever can be because you are the person that is going to drive and motivate your career, not your husband, not your mom, not your your baby sister who's looking up to you, none none of that. Like it literally needs to be you being confident in your skills. And the number one way to do that is to continue to grow and being open to grow, being open to, to criticism, being open to rejection. I personally take Everything is a lesson. Yep. You know, I mean, I was I was so devastated when I found out that number one, I didn't have a manager. Number two, I didn't have an agent, and I'm I've been here for two weeks. You know, mm-hmm. but to me, after after I wiped the tears and I, I decided, okay, you know, I, I need to be here. This is where I am. I had to say, now, what did I learn here? What did you learn here? Right. You know, I learned that I need to hold on to my morals. I need to have a backup plan, and I need to continue to learn what I need to learn and stay focused on my goal. Yep. So I that's really number one thing that you need in any venture that you're going toward. Number two is network. Mm-hmm. You are you can only be as knowledgeable, as talented, as beautiful as you can be. Once you've done everything that you can do for yourself, it's all about the people that you surround yourself with, the network that you have, the people that you can call when you need to call. Or, um, for instance, as a realtor, people want to know my team. They want to know your escrow people. They want to know your title people. I get people that call me and they're like, hey, I'm not interested in buying something right now, but do you have a construction company or a contractor I can talk to? Yep. I sure do. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send you their number right now. Um, they're out of this this area. Where, is the, where, where do you need help? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being the, the go-to person for anything. So if acting is what you do, you know, maybe somebody might call you and say, oh, 
I have a project, I need a director, you know, oh, I have a perfect director. Well, actually, what is the genre? (laughs) I have several directors. Right. You know what I mean? You are as good as your team and your network. So um, those are huge things that I think everybody going into a new venture or a business or they have a business, like, know, know that, number one, you are you are you can do absolutely everything that you can. Stay confident, and number two, meet everybody that you can, make the connections that you can, because that's value. And you're really good with networking. I know you called me one day, and we were talking about the home and whatnot. And then you, um, we just started talking and have just yeah. on the phone, just having a regular conversation about your yep. sorority, being a Delta, and about connecting one day, which we still have to do. And just about um, acting and all kind of stuff. And, you know, so since then, we've become social media friends. And now here you are on a Go Girl podcast. But this wouldn't have happened if we didn't do some networking. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's talk about, though, you did say with acting, you did want to also have a backup plan. That was one of your tips, to have a backup plan. So, it's being... Is this so? This is your own company, right? With you and your real estate business, absolutely. Yeah, and let me let me chat on that for just a second. Yeah. Now I am. I have to say that I I have I have always been a jack of all trades, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when I was um, in high school, I had a teacher, my dance teacher, actually. He told me he said. And I'm sure everybody has heard this um, with multiple talents, that you can't be a jack of all trades. You, if you're a jack of all trades, you're a master of none. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and that I, I just I could never accept that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it there is some validity to the statement. There is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're constantly, you know, I'm gonna go to a dance class this week, and this week I'm gonna, I'm, I'm interested in learning how to how to build. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a. a, a a pot making class because I'm going to make a, I'm going to be a, a candle maker or whatever. Right. You can get unfocused and here in LA, there are so many distractions, Girl. so many distractions. I, I have a bartending company. Mm-hmm. Really? I honestly, I, you know, I, I, I never thought about being a bartender or having a bartending company, you know, until I got here, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can make money doing this. Let me learn how to let me learn how to mix drinks. Right. Make my connections. Now I have a a staff of 15 bartenders that I could call at any time for a bit. What? So, yeah, I do. I do. It's called Bar Bay. Okay. It is. I have a social media. I'll connect. I'll connect with okay. you on social media. But anyway, <laughs> you could get so distracted. So I will say that yes, I am a realtor and I am an actor, but though that's it. Like, I'm not interested in adding anything else to the agenda because you need to stay focused. Mm -hmm. You have to stay focused. And if you are always open to a new opportunity, then it's impossible to get anywhere. Right. And I'm going to say that. I'll say it again. (laughs) It's impossible to get anywhere if you have too many goals, right? Um, But as far as real estate, yes, I always wanted to be my own boss. Okay. And that's why I'm an, an actor, number one. But number two, I have to fund my acting career. Right. Because, like I said, December 26th, I had no idea what, what I was going to be doing for the next couple months. Right, right, right. And so um, I decided to 
start a business in real estate, and every real estate agent is their own boss. Um, we just have to work under a brokerage, a broker, who right, right, right. basically is the person who watches over what we do and, and is accountable if we make mistakes. Gotcha. How do you balance and juggle being a realtor and an actress? We and then go. we're going to get in some tips in a minute because I know some people might be looking for a house out there, some ladies. But before that, how do you juggle all of what you're doing and now a bar business? Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, number one, I'm crazy. So, <laughs> Girl, do it <laughs> you all. gotta be a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I pretty much don't have any off days. But the good thing about that is, um, I, and I'm gonna say this, I'm, I have not perfected it yet. It is still something that is in progress. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I'm creating systems for myself. So um, one thing that I really want and I'm trying to get um, a better hang of is having a routine and having a, mm. a, a very strict schedule because especially being an actor, you never know when you're going to get an audition yeah. or you got to, you know, you get some sides and you got to learn those sides for the next day. So um, mm-hmm. I wake up every morning um, between 7, 730. I'm in my office by 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, eight o'clock, I turn on YouTube, YouTube University for an hour. Mm-hmm. I put in real estate. I'm, I'm learning from people, Tom Ferry, Mike Ferry. Um, I just started listening to another guy named Brian Costella. Um, yeah, uh, I have podcasts and everything that I listen to. And then nine o'clock, I process. So that's calling. I, I do cold calls. I call um, people that other people have referred to me, mm-hmm. 9 to 11. 11 to 12, I do follow-up calls. So that's people that I met at open houses, people that I've already connected with. Um, and then after that, I do lunch, and then I do um, appointments after that. Now, after if, if anything comes up, if I have an appointment or something that I, I can't push past 12 o'clock or mm-hmm. 1 o'clock, then I do have to interrupt my day, and I will interrupt my day, but I still know that this is my set schedule, and this is what what my set schedule is going to be every day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Today I had to make an exception, but I'm tomorrow is going. I'm going to come right back eight o'clock. I'm going to be right here at YouTube University. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock. I'm going to be making my cold call. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I so, think that's, um, that's it, important. It's, it's being organized. Yeah. Has to be very, very, very organized. I think that's very important. Um, definitely the daily routine. And that's something that I've even started this year because years ago I moved away to Sacramento and I did a morning show. And I feel like, like I've learned so many lessons from that whole experience in Sacramento, but I feel like I kind of adjusted, but not too much, you know, because mm-hmm. it was a whole new experience for me. So every time when you get your new blessing, you have to adjust with your blessing, you know? So now me getting up early hours and then getting off work. Now I know a routine that I would have done once I got off work, but I felt like it was just kind of hard to, to juggle it all and, and everything. Like I didn't have the proper routine. So moving forward, I know that a daily routine is very, very important. It keeps you consistent. It keeps you disciplined. It keeps you, you know, on your toes. It keeps you focused. So it's very, very important. So I'm glad that you have that. And how do you take care of your self-care since you are doing so much? 
Yeah, um, and, and most importantly about having a routine is tracking your progress. Right. You are able so much easier for you to track, you know, yesterday, okay, I called that many people, and today now I have this many appointments. Or mm-hmm. last week I made 100 cold calls, and this week I'm, I'm signing a new contract, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as self-care is concerned, um, I save that for my weekend. Okay. Um, I mean, every every day, first of all, I make sure I sleep. I go to sleep at night. Like, I'm not going to stay up all night. Sometimes I struggle and I might stay up past midnight. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to sleep for seven to eight hours a night. I'm not going to play myself. Because (laughs) in order for me to win tomorrow, I need to win the morning, you know? So tomorrow morning I can't be groggy and, and... Sitting around, I don't want to do anything. I'm not motivated because I'm tired and I'm frustrated. No, I I need to sleep all night so that tomorrow I can win the morning, thus win the day, thus win the week, thus win the month, and get what I want out of life. So, number one, I sleep. Number two, um, it's all, like I said, all about schedule. So, every Sunday I wake up and I wash my hair. Mm-hmm. And that's a Sunday thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not changing that, you know, mm-hmm. for, for anything that comes up. Sunday morning I wash my hair because uh, I'm on my, my natural hair yes, girl. Uh, journey right now, uh-huh. like you. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I wash my hair. And, you know, if, if there's anything else that I want to do for myself, um, like paint my nails, like I leave that for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very, very important to get your rest and, and take care of yourself because inside is so much, it, it, it motivates you to do everything else in your life. I'm glad you said that because especially with you and me being in the industry, it's like people are like, oh, we'll sleep when we die, no days off. It's like, man, you can have all that. Because then you're unhealthy, <laughs> like you said, you're unhealthy in the inside, and then you're not as productive and healthy yes. on the outside, you know? So it's like, take care of yourself. Sleep is very important. I'm all about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about my sleep. Yes, Let me girl. get my eight hours Got to sleep. Okay? <laughs> and so let's talk about uh, real estate, though, and um, some tips for the ladies. I know yes. that I was looking just you know, kind of window shopping for homes. Yeah. And um, so I walked in and I love the place and everything. But in general, for anyone who is trying to take the step into buying a home, what is the first step that they should take? So the official first step yes. that should happen in a, when you are deciding that you are going to purchase is get a pre-approval. Okay. Now, um, you can look, you can look, you know, you can window shop and, you know, you can, you can even find a realtor, i.e. me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or, you know, but, but, but the number one thing that you need to do is get a pre-approval. And if you can't get that pre-approval, then go to that lender and say, okay, what do I need to do to, to maximize my pre-approval? And what a pre-approval is, is basically a bank saying, yes, I will fund your home purchase. Usually, you'll have to have a subject, um, a subject house that you want to buy, mm-hmm. in order for them to say, "Oh, okay, yeah, we'll fund that house." Um, they're not going to give you like a hard number, like, "Okay, you're approved up to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars," which is good for you because you don't want to go into a house that's maybe six eighty, and you're only willing to pay 
650 for it, right. you know, just putting hypo- hypothetical numbers out there, mm-hmm. and then you send them a letter saying that you are approved for 750, and it's right. like, no, we're we're going to take our, our 680. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, but basically, yeah, you want to go in and you want to because. Really, it shows that it shows to the realtor that you're working with, the yeah. listing agent, and the seller, if you are to go into a house, that you are serious. Mm-hmm. I, I have the money for this. I'm ready. So I would say before even looking for a realtor, like officially having a realtor, you should go and start working on getting a pre-approval because me, I'm going to turn you around and say, hey, you should get a pre-approval first. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to send you exactly the person to go to because I have, I have a great lender. You got your network. Right. Mm-hmm. So network. then what is – so before all that, you got to have your money right, okay? Mm-hmm. Is there a certain credit score that people should have before buying a home, before purchasing a home? Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, you you should definitely do your research. Mm-hmm. That is going to depend on the lender that you work with, right. because it's not just have a great credit score, right? It's I have a consist. I have a consistent income, and I can show it. I have tax returns. You know, I have this much. Mm-hmm. You can get um a, a an approval for HSA loan with five eighty. Oh wow! But you you have to have those other things in place. Like I, I have a, a job that I've been at for five years. Look at this. This is how much I'm paid consistently. Mm-hmm. This is my what my tax returns are. You know, so it just it really just depends on what what bank or what private lender you are working with mm-hmm. that will uh, be able to approve you. Yeah. And how much money should someone put down? Should they save? Up? I. I know I've heard different numbers from people I've talked to, and some people are like, oh, I didn't have that much. And I'm thinking, like, oh, you have to have buku money to put down yeah. before buying a home. So if someone's in that space where they're like, oh, I want to buy, but I don't have a lot of money saved or whatever issues or excuses they may come up with, how much money should someone put down? So um, that also depends on your your lender. Okay. Um, I, my lender actually can approve someone who can put down only one percent. Oh wow! During um, it just depends on what program that you want to go through. She has several different programs that she works. Mm-hmm. But in order to avoid having to pay PMI, which is mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. you have to put twenty percent down on your loan. And there's pretty much no exception to that. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously, I'm not a, a loan professional, so I would say talk to your loan professional about it. But if you don't put more than 20% down on the loan, the bank is going to say, the person funding you is going to say, huh, we, you know, we're going to need a little bit more insurance. Right. You know, so a PMI is usually somewhere between 0.5 and 1% on a loan, which may not seem like a lot, but depending on how much your house is, you might end up paying an extra $1,000 a year for your house. Mm -hmm. You know, you might end up paying an extra $30,000 or maybe $40,000 on your loan because you didn't put 20% down. So it's, it's a very common thing. Most people pay it PMI. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to have to pay it, if you don't want to give that extra money to a lender, then you want to have about 20% um, of the money to put as a down payment. 20%. All right. And so how can someone reach you, Tara, if uh, they're interested in buying a home? 
Yes, absolutely. So they can give me a call um, or they can email me, which is probably easiest. Uh, my email is Tara S. Lyons at kw.com, spell it T-E-R-R-A, S is in Sam, Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, at kw.com. And, um, yes, or they can call me. Um, they can text me. I'm pretty much available at, at any time. Yes, girl. Well, don't, don't call me at 11. <laughs> I've had people right. call me at midnight before and 3 o'clock in the morning before. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. But uh, if you send me a text message, it's, it's all good. And plus, you like your seven to eight hours of sleep, so no calling in the middle I of the night. I need my sleep, yeah. Right. I need my sleep. So do you want to get into the Girl Boss Network? I do like that you're doing this. It's pretty much a meetup for women, right, who are from different Absolutely. walks of life. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I love female entrepreneurs. I love to network with them. I love to know them, even realtors, especially actors, because mm-hmm. – you know, but um, but realtors um, even because we y'all work together. Um, but I I followed the model of BNI. Have you ever heard of BNI? No, what is that? It's basically a, a um I, I can't I don't know what it stands for, but basically it's a networking group where you have one person of each profession. Okay. And you yeah, and so there's no competition between anybody in in the group. And um, we have entrepreneurs in the group that are, they have their own own separate um, professions. And um, we come in and we network with each other. And we say, you know, hey, I do this. How can I help you with this? I'm going to actively help help you promote your business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold you accountable for what you said you were going to do last week. Okay. Because I love you and I want you to progress. And the goal of the group basically is, we, we track our progress, and, you know, in five, ten years from now, we're all sitting on yachts in the middle of the Pacific. Okay. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> we did this together. We did that, right. And I feel like yes. accountability is so important because if we're holding ourselves accountable, that takes a lot of discipline, self-discipline, and being motivated, which is good if you have it. But sometimes we could come up with excuses. Sometimes we're like, oh, okay, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll get to it the next week, the next day. But if you have someone there holding you accountable, like, nah, girl, you said you were going to be done by this Friday. So what's up? You know, I haven't seen your results Mm -hmm. by this Friday. The latest, the latest you'll have this done is Saturday. Okay. That's all I'm accepting. And then you're like, all right, dang. You start to do better (laughs) for yourself because you want to show the person that's holding you accountable that, yeah, you, you can do it, that you're doing your job. And I, th- exactly. I just think it's very important to have a network of women who are supporting you, who are there for you, who are lifting you, who are encouraging you. So I love that you have the Girl Boss Network. Can anyone yes. get involved with that? Or how how do you um, let women into this group? Absolutely. Yes, yes. I would love to get more people involved. Like I said, it is kind of more of a um, – it's not invite only, but like I said, we have one of each profession, so there's no competition between everybody. Right. Um, and that is a very, I would say, exclusive group. Mm-hmm. But I'm, of course, I want to, I want to know people in every profession. There's a million and one professions, so the group is really endless. It can grow. Just send me an email. Yeah. Send me an email, and we'll connect. Um, we have a Facebook group. I'll invite you to our Facebook group, and then we have monthly meetings. I love that. 
Sarah, and um, you know, you drop so many gems here on the show. You're doing it all. You're doing an amazing job. You're showing women that we can do more than one thing. I feel like sometimes we get stuck or in our own head and think we can only do one thing when it's important to see other women just conquering all of it. And it's all so different, but you're, you're being successful in each industry. So you go, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. You too, girl. Thanks, boo. <laughs> How can the people follow you on social media? Yes, yes. So um, I do have two separate accounts. Well, I have several accounts. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But um, my personal account, my acting account is uh, being, like human being, strong 101. It's like a course. And um, my real estate Instagram is Strong Lions Realty at Strong Lions Realty. And um, yeah, I did want to add one thing. I'm, I'm very passionate about real estate because I feel like in our community, uh, the black community, we are trying to learn how to build wealth. Right. And 90% of the millionaires that are in the world now created their wealth through real estate. Wow. And especially here, yeah, especially here in LA, it it just doesn't seem like very attainable. Mm-hmm. Um and, and particularly in my field where there's a lot of artists that don't have regular money coming in, they they don't they don't see owning real estate as something that is very possible. Right. But um I'm passionate about it because I've realized that it is the gateway to millions of dollars mm-hmm. and, and having financial freedom. So I'm I'm also an investor. Me and my husband have uh, investment properties back in Tennessee. Nice. Uh, we're going to buy here in California in the next couple of years. Nice. So, good for yes, you. Yes, I, I I would love to help anybody who is interested in investing in real estate. I love that, and because it is so important, I feel like so many people, like you said, in LA, think, oh, because these homes are really expensive out here. Oh yeah. You know, I was they in uh, Las Vegas with my mom recently. And um, my brother, he's trying to buy property out there. So we went and we looked at some homes in Las Vegas because it's much cheaper than Uh Los Angeles, you know. And the homes were really nice and really big. But uh, in L.A., it's like you can't get that much for your buck out here. But it is possible. It is possible. You just got to use those tips and make sure you do everything you need to do and buy that home. It's important. Um, and I do like that you said invest in other property, too, because that's easy income right there. you just getting some money in and not having to do anything for it, you know. So create yeah. that generational wealth. It's so important. We got to pass it on exactly. to our kids, you know? Exactly. So yes. important. Yes. And how is your husband, though? How is he doing with you doing it all? And how's he? how did he adjust to L.A.? Everything's good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely is adjusting. He's a country boy, so okay. uh, he goes home often, which is it. fine. Yeah. Uh, but he loves it out here. I mean, we we have made our we have made LA our home. We used to say we're going to be here for three years, and now you know we we don't even talk about how many years. It's already three years, so right. that's that's over. <laughs> right, and, and so, plus you're just um, getting started with your acting, so you're you're going to be here for a long time. <laughs> a long time <laughs> well congratulations with everything Tara Strong Lions I appreciate you for calling in and owning your power and doing it all and doing it in such a graceful way congratulations on all of your success 
You go, girl. Absolutely, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Motivation. If it don't make Dallas, it don't make sense. What up, West Coast? All my West Coast people should know that. That's from one of my favorite producers, DJ Quick, right here from Compton, California, in his 1995 album, Safe and Sound. If it don't make Dallas, it don't make sense. Meaning, if it doesn't make you money, or if it's not paying your bills, it shouldn't take much of your time. It shouldn't take much of your mind. You shouldn't keep thinking about something or someone that's not paying your bills. Their opinions don't matter. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It ain't none of your business what someone else is doing. It's not any of your business how someone might think about you or feel about you. So what? Who cares? So many people make everyone else's business their business, and then it starts stressing you out, right? You start thinking about what they're going through all the time. And of course, be there, have empathy for people, and extend some grace to them. But you don't have to make their business your business, especially if it's drama-filled or it's draining you or you're not feeling great about it. It don't make sense to get involved with it. Don't take things so personal, okay? Don't give all your good energy away. I used to say, look, I hate wasting my time, my gas, my money, and my energy. And I still feel the same way. I hate wasting my time, my gas, my money, and my energy. And gas and money go hand in hand <laughs> because uh, gas prices are hella high now and we need, to, we need them to come on down. But be aware of the energy that you're allowing around you. Be aware of the business that people are saying about you or about other people. If they're talking about other people to you and all that drama, like you don't need it. If it don't make dollars, meaning go after your money, forget about all the other stuff, Forget about everything else. Go after your money. Go buy your home. You got some tips now from our Girl Talk conversation. Go buy your home. Invest in some property. Own a business. You don't have time. It don't make sense. Don't concern yourself with what everyone else is doing. Focus on yourself. We have our own family, our friends, our own business. Our own business. Not business as far as just making money, but our own business. Our own things that we're going through. So don't trip about everyone else. Don't trip about what the next person is doing or what they're not doing. It ain't none of your business anyway. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Now it's time to celebrate. celebrate Today's Go Girl shout out goes to Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Oh, you go girl. You go girl. I just love her. She is one of there are certain people that whenever they come out with an album, I'm there and I'm buying it. And Missy Elliott is definitely one of those women. She is a risk taker. She does it all. Just a producer out of this world. She's worked with so many people. And now she is the first female hip-hop artist inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Missy, you go, girl. So well-deserved. She gave an emotional speech when she accepted her award. Sometimes I, I get so emotional, um, and people always say I cry, but I, I, I cry because it's a lot to take in. I'm thankful, humble, I'm grateful to be up here with so many geniuses in this room. 
I've met so many people that I looked up to and still look up to as songwriters and producers. She's just incredibly humble and so talented. Lizzo, who's definitely inspired by Missy Elliott, she performed some of Missy's classic hits, and Queen Latifah gave the award to Missy Elliott. So you go, girl, to all of these women in music. And I love how Missy, she is definitely fearless, okay? She came out with a big black trash bag over her when she came out in the music business, right? The I Can't Stand the Rain video. Everyone loved it. And she came out like, look, all these girls trying to be sexy, this and that, but forget what we look like, forget what we have on. I'm going to wear a trash bag and still rock it. And she did. And she's still doing a damn thing. And she's overcome so much. She was diagnosed with Graves' disease back in 2008. And she didn't even let that stop her. Of course, she had to slow down a little bit. And people were asking, like, what's going on? Where has she been? But it's understandable. She had to take care of her health. But now she's back. I mean, she's inspiring the world. I remember she came on to a Super Bowl with Katy Perry. And the kids were like, oh, my God, that's so sweet that Katy Perry is introducing us to this new rapper. What? Missy, she's so sweet, though. She was like, you know what? It's a whole new generation out there. I don't mind that they think I'm new. Now they're on to her, right? But I love that she's still doing it. I love what she represents. Even former First Lady Michelle Obama sent in a video speech for Missy Elliott at the Songwriters Hall of Fame. But this has been a long time coming. Missy has written for Aaliyah, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson, all of the best women in the industry, she's written for them. I've always loved Missy Elliott dancers. As a dancer myself, I'm always like, dang, you know, I can't do the moves that they're doing. But they're in the Missy Elliott video, and I love it. She's so eclectic, so vibrant, so different, just a risk taker, and definitely fearless in this industry. She's not even thinking about stopping. She even became the first female rapper to receive an honorary doctorate degree from Berkeley University in Boston last month. That's what's up, Missy. You go, girl. Just get all the praise from me. I just hope to meet her one day, talk to her, and just let her know how much I love her and all that she stands for. So congratulations again to her, Missy Elliott. You go, girl. You go, girl. All right, let me get out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I appreciate you. You can leave comments on social media at I am Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Podcast. Be sure to tag me. I just want to thank Tara Strong Lions for coming on. Such an incredible woman with a great, incredible story. Be sure to link up with her. I'm excited because next week I'm going to be a counselor with Josefa Salinas at her How to Be a Girl camp. It's four days and we're going to be inspiring young girls from the 7th to 12th grade we're going to be guiding them and mentors and counselors and and filling them up with a lot of love and guidance for a few days so i cannot wait to tell you all about that i'm excited for it hey if you've ever missed an episode be sure to catch all of them at go girl with ashley caprice on itunes soundcloud and on my website at www.ashleycaprice.com that's C-A-P-R-I-C-E dot com. I'm getting out of here, but until next time, remember, I am fearless. You go, girl.